Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. My guests on the Goodyear Hotline, the assembled members of the Hashtag Crew are here. We've had a lot of fun through our first hour, and it's only going to pick up from here. Uh, about a half hour from now, I'm opening up the phones to you for your hot takes. So be ready to call. I'll tell you when. Don't call now. I don't want you sitting on hold all morning long. We have a million things to get to. I've got Nuno's notes ready to go. More to say about the college stuff. Again, I just clicked on Manny Diaz's name on Twitter. I, I just, I know people don't remember stuff because anything that happened more right. than 15 minutes ago. <laughs> but I'm seeing all these tweets. Oh, poor Manny Diaz. Boy, they did him wrong at the U and all that stuff. And yeah, they did. But as Hembo just reminded you, this is the guy who left Temple three weeks after getting the job for the Miami job. Never even met with the players. <laughs> so, like, this is just the way the world works. Like, college football is a cesspool. And so long as we accept that, then we're fine. Just enjoy the games for what they are. And the games this weekend were really good. In the meantime, I've got a question for you. Here we go. Here's my question. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Nuno, right now, Jets, Giants, Bears, Lions. Which one makes the playoffs first? Jets, Giants, Bears, Lions. Which one makes the playoffs first? It's an easy one for me. Chicago does. I think they have the quarterback in place. I think they have enough talent on that roster or in the right spots. And I think with the right coach, that that will be a quick turnaround. Nuna, I mean, uh, Hembo, which I, of those four? I would say, I mean, they're all very... Positioned very unfavorably. Just answer I, the question. The Giants. The Giants would be actually my answer to that question. But with, with the two first round picks, and they're the, they're the one team who's they're going to replace the GM this year. We we think, and so they get a fresh start. I, like that's that's all I'm hanging my hat on. But like, I don't trust anything the Jets are doing. The Bears, I think, are in worse shape than Nuno is describing, and the Lions never win anything. So I mean, by default, I'm picking the Giants. Bubba, which one of those four teams makes the playoffs next? Jets, Giants, Bears, Lions. I am going to go with the Giants as well, assuming that they do correctly do the restart. There is a lot of potential to do a restart correctly. Then again, they probably won't do it correctly. Isn't it ironic? The Jets and the Bears are two teams that made huge quarterback moves this offseason. <laughs> like the Jets just took the future of their franchise, and no one even mentioned that. Like the fact that the Jets took a guy who people were describing six months ago as some combination of Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers is unmentioned when we discuss their future. That's what they've done. Justin Fields is, a, is just a wild card now. I, I believe in him. I, I think if the draft were to be held over again right now, he, he would probably go second, either second or third. Lawrence would probably still go number one, and then, and then either Fields or Mack would go in that order. By the way, I didn't mean to get sidetracked on this. Did you watch much of the San Francisco game yesterday? Just a little bit. What has happened to Trey Lance? They're running the read option. They're running RPOs with Jimmy Garoppolo. What the hell is going on? I mean, why wouldn't you put him in there to do that? I watched that game. It was a good game, actually. San Francisco-Seattle is a pretty good game. And, you know, red zone, you know, they go back to anything you want. They go back to whatever they want. Mm -hmm. they'll, but they'll put you in the red zone no matter what's happening. The game could be 56-2. to two, And they're like, oh, there's a red zone after Scott Hansen is a, I love him. But anyway, the point is, so that pick looks like it's gone sideways. Yeah. It was too soon to say, but mm. that looks awful. They traded two first-round picks to go up to number three and took Trey Lance. And now they don't even seem to be willing to put him on the field to run the read pass, the run pass option. The Jets have made you forget. Like, Zach Wilson looked a little better yesterday, but 
it doesn't even feel like the storyline coming out of the game. There's such a complete embarrassment. Can you see the Jets being good with Robert Sala? Like, what would have to happen for you to say yes to that? Question? No, nothing. It's an act of God. <laughs> I mean, it, it, an act of God would have to take place. There's no. The Jets are hopeless. I mean, hopeless and lost. Robert Sala became famous by being like the most animated coach right. in NFL history on the yes. sideline. No. And yesterday, he was wearing like Jets gear, like the, the beanie. Like oh, he he had, was wearing like a hoodie. Like he, he, had was, lost, he was dressed like my son. Like he had lost a bet and someone made him wear Jets gear. It was so weird. Like yeah. what happened to that guy? Awful. I have no idea. But whatever it is, it's awful. Oh. I mean, they're, they're, so the right, the right answer is either the Bears or the Giants, depending on whether you believe in Justin Fields or not. If you think Justin Fields is going to be a great quarterback, then the answer is the Bears. If you think he is not, then the answer is the Giants, because they at least are not saddled with something. And then the Lions. And I only put them in there because I love them. I love that coach. Did you see them yesterday? That team fights and plays. Can you imagine if one of the players on the other team was making fun of the coach of the Lions? Mm. What they would do? Forget about what he would do. First of all, he would kick your behind. Second of all, (laughs) his players would fight for him in the blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. My favorite thing about the Lions all season, as a, as a winless team until yesterday, they have been among the most entertaining and interesting teams the whole season. And not at one point did I hear anyone, either in the media or internally, talk anything about the draft next year, tanking, future quarterbacks, nothing. I, I love the way they played this Me too. Season. I love that coach. He could coach my team any day of the weekend. Frankly, I wish he would do it now. <laughs> Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Meanwhile, what's going on, Nuno? Not much, Greeny. Nuno is a unique personality. There's just that je ne sais quoi. He puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me. I'm definitely a savant. And I like it. I just enjoy it. Nuno's Notes. Uh, sure. Let's do it. Here we go with Nuno's Notes for today. Just a, a, I'll cherry pick a couple of things that he wrote in the Google Doc for us as we led into today. Of the Dolphins and the Giants, Nuno, you wrote, I thought they fired Jason Garrett. You are very down on the Giants' offensive and their, and their offensive philosophy, are you not? I am. Um, because, you know, the worst part about this, Greeny, and, like, we do this as far as living, so we could be doing a lot of things that are worse than this. But I want to actually enjoy my Sunday, and I can't with this team. Even if I am sitting there and watching other games and, and amazed at Justin Herbert, and then I remember that Justin Herbert decided to go back to school instead of coming out where the Giants really wanted to draft him, you know, or Joe Burrow, and it just you watch that and you're just like, why? Why am I rooting for this team? Why am I invested? It does. R- 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 tell me again how many total yards of offense they had. The Giants had no touchdowns, and and they off- they set offensive football back. They had fifty years. Nine points for two hundred and fifty yards. Two hundred and fifty. At, at one point in time, I think Saquon had five catches for like minus. <laughs> Three yards. They did. They did. I mean, it was it was unwatchable. It it was astonishingly unwatchable. And after the game, the coach said, "I saw a lot of players make a lot of big plays, and that's what we got to do." You did. What game were you watching? In which game did you see that? What players made big plays? Saquon Barkley finished with eleven carries for fifty-five yards. Devin Booker finished with six carries for thirty-six yards. Evan Ingram finished with four receptions for 61 yards and was your leading receiver yesterday (laughs) in so doing. Uh, Mike Glennon's numbers, where are they here? Mike Glennon finished with 187 passing yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, and a QBR of 18.6. Stop disparaging. They had 750 feet of offense. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you get them two at a time. <laughs> Seven hundred. They're measuring their fifty feet. Yeah, yardage of offense. I saw a lot of play, players make a lot of big plays. Oh <laughs> my god! Uh, no, Did they have? Uh, they had one. They had one play that went for more than twenty yards, which is the definition of a big play. So. Uh, the next yeah. game that Nuno put in his notes: Cardinals over the Bears. With Fields hurt, this is turning into a wasted year for him and this organization. Uh, there's no other. I mean, there's no way to argue with that. That's obviously right. This is just a year that you hope doesn't hold him back, right? They've clearly not moved. If life is about, that's another team that was built to win now. They, they tried to win now. Yeah. And the only way you bring back a coach and a GM as lame ducks is because you believe they're going to win now. And so clearly, if, if, if you sort of view all this as like being like on a checkerboard, they did not advance one square. Oh, for sure. Right? They did not advance. For sure. The only question is, did they retreat? Like, did they did, did this year and the horrible dysfunction of it and the total ineptitude, did it somehow diminish Justin Fields? Here's what I'll, I'll tell you I know about Justin Fields, knowing him a little bit and, and having knowing around the people around him at Ohio State. That is a tough-minded kid. Like, that's a kid who last year, you might remember, when the Big Ten decided they weren't going to play football, Justin Fields, who would have been the second pick in the draft if his team didn't play a snap last year. If his team didn't play a snap that year, he would have been the second pick in the draft. Trevor Lawrence would have gone one and Justin Mm -hmm. Fields would have gone two. And he was the leader of the let us play movement. So that is a tough kid. So I don't I I think he'll be fine mentally, but no one can overcome terrible coaching and, and all of that stuff. So he needs he needs the right people in place around him to have some chance to get that done. Um, The Eagles and the Jets, he writes, quarterback controversy in Philly, Hembo? (laughs) You know, Gardner Minshew, now here's what I will say. You could put any quarterback out there against the Jet defense right now, and he'd look outstanding. So I have no idea what to make of that. But for whatever it's worth, like Minshew looked good. Would they give any thought to letting him get one more start instead of Jalen Hurts? If the Eagles played next week, I could imagine a scenario in which they'd say, Jalen's not quite 100%. We'll give Gardner the ball again. But the Eagles have a bye next week, and no one in the city is talking about the possibility that that might happen. But I do want to illustrate the point that you made about the Jets' defense, because I do think literally anyone would look great against them. The NFL's all-time leader, Greeny, in passer rating is Patrick Mahomes. His career uh, passer rating is 105. 105. That's the all-time best. What do you think the Jets right now, the the Jets' defense is allowing (laughs) Well, what's the maximum? <laughs> well, it's 158.3. <laughs> 172. <laughs> right now, the Jets' defense is allowing a passer rating of 108.8. So what you're saying is that every week, the quarterback who is playing the Jets, on balance, plays better than the greatest quarterback of all time. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly right. What you're saying is if you are a starting quarterback and you face the Jets and you do not have a performance that is equivalent to the greatest quarterback ever, you stink. That's what, that's what I'm saying. You have, under, oh, mm-hmm. you have underperformed. 108.8. I, the I've average. never seen it. Yeah. It's impossible to believe. I've never seen a team worse. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen a defense worse. Like, like the quarterback took a small stride forward yesterday. I should have been in a good mood. But the defense was so bad, I couldn't do it. Like I just, it's so bad and so gutless and heartless and lifeless it's embarrassing to it, they should be embarrassed. I, I, I hope that they are. Greeny, the podcast. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Mostly NFL today, but some interesting stuff on the college. And Hembo told me something this morning that I will admit surprised me and I think is fascinating. And so I will let him share it. But this is what I said when I told you, you're going to hear something about college football that you were not expecting to hear. Hembo, what is it? There is a site called BCS Know How. And what they do is essentially retroactively run the BCS model every single week still, even though it's no longer active. So all of the ways that the BCS would have gone about choosing teams and, and ranking teams and everything else they did, you can still do. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Because it doesn't take into account what any of these people on the committee think. So all the data that was there then remains now. So there have been how many teams have ultimately made the college football playoff? Going back to its inception, since we got rid of the BCS. Back to the beginning, 32 teams. As of this Saturday, or I guess yesterday, excuse me, there are 32 teams that have made the playoff. If you had just not had a committee and just ranked them using the exact same formula that the BCS used, Brandon, I'm looking at you. Nuno, I'm going to ask you, And did you already read this or do you know the answer? How many of the 32 would have made the playoff if they had just done it by the BCS? What's your guess? What number out of 32? 26. 26 out of 32. Bubba, how many do you think? How many out of 32? Um, t- 29. 29. Brandon, yell out an answer. How many? 22. Hembo, the correct answer is? 32. All 32. If they had just done it exactly the way they always did it, the BCS formula would have spit out the same four teams every single year. Every year. This is the eighth year of the playoff. 32 teams have made it. The same exact 32 teams would have made it if they had stayed with the BCS. I don't know what to say about that. Like, I don't know what to make of it. It, it, When you told it to me this morning, I said to you, triple check that. Because it doesn't sound right. For the exact reason that all these guys didn't guess it, because it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. (laughs) But all 32 teams would have made it. And even in four of the eight years, the exact same order as well. There there are four instances in which uh, one team was flip-flopped in one sort of seed line, I guess I'd Mm -hmm. call it. But there are four years, including this one, in which the BCS spit out the exact four teams in the exact 
same order. That fascinates me. And again, I really, I, I'm just going to leave it there because it is information that unless you, what should I make of that? <laughs> like, what should I say about it? Well, I, I suppose you could say that the problem here wasn't the BCS, it was the two-team format. But if they had just run this thing <laughs> with the BCS and added two teams, the whole world looks the same, except we had a lot less to talk about during the week. Right. And, but, but my point is, I can't then rail against the um, subjective nature of the committee when they have picked the right four teams every time. Sure. Well, th- have you had many objections at the end, though? Like Most of the quarrels that we have at the committee are their inconsistencies during the year. I wonder if they know this. Like, I wonder if one of the things that privately they share with each other is, by the way, if it had been done by the BCS, it would have been this. It seems unlikely to me that I have access to this data and they don't. Oh, they, of course, have access to it. (laughs) The question is whether it actually applies to their discussion. That I don't know. Like, they have all these data points, Mm -hmm. and one of them is not... Here's the old BCS formula. Log on to bcsknowhow.com. All this time, that's what they've been doing? Uh, you know, exactly. That's it. All this time. Reese, here's what happened. Someone got me a login to, I, I, I got a password, and, and we remembered our, pa- Ty Willingham had the password to get us into bcsknowhow.com, and as a consequence, we just read what they do, and we do the same thing. And then we come on and we let you guys argue about it. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's hilarious if you really think about it. All right, Greeny with you. We're all our guests here on ESPN Radio. Join us on the Goodyear hotline, making the plays that move you forward. Goodyear, more driven. Uh, Bama is a 13.5-point favorite over Cincinnati. Michigan is a 7.5-point dog against Georgia. Now, it's not too early to bet these games, right? Because they're going to move. These lines will move one way or the other. So if you right now were to lay down some money on these games, Hembo, Alabama minus 13 and a half against Cincinnati, which way would you go? I like Alabama minus 13 and a half. That's a line that's going to, I think that's going to rise here over the next few weeks. I actually looked this up this morning, Greeny, just because obviously the composition of the rosters here are very different. Uh, In the last recruiting cycle, the last four years, Alabama has landed 77 ESPN top 300 recruits, 77. Cincinnati has landed two. Two. And so it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out that there's pretty much no one on Cincinnati's roster that would be a regular contributor to Alabama. 13 and a half to me feels a little light. Hold on just one second. Mm. What? Something has to be said here. You just said you don't have to be a rocket surgeon. Now, let's be clear. Uh, uh, The expression is either a brain surgeon or a rocket scientist. The, the expression is not a rocket surgeon. Oh, no. I don't know that that is a thing. That's not a thing. You just said a rocket surgeon. So I made up a new position. Right? You don't have to be a rocket scientist. Like That's an expression, right? We've heard that. That's what I meant to say. You can say you don't need to be a brain surgeon, right? But, but you just said a rocket, a rocket surgeon. surgeon. That's so a- let the record show you're not making the point you think you're making. No, definitely not. Yeah. So, Surgery so, on a rocket. Yeah. Nice. Now, I don't know. Do they call... They probably don't call the people who like do the maintenance on the. Can we get the rocket surges? Do you think Jeff Bezos right now is <laughs> got a want ad up there? Like who? Michael Strahan is going in space next week. We need a rocket surgeon to make sure everything goes well here. What are the qualifications for the position? What do you need to be proficient? In? I don't know. I guess you just fix the rocket whilst wearing a medical coat, I, I, like a lab. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what is it that is. Better, is that a better or worse slip than if I had said brain scientist? 
Like, is, is that one I think it's a much less bad slip. Okay. Brain scientist, I would have accused you of doing it on purpose. Oh, no, no, no. Rocket surgeon, I can see it kind of slipping off the tongue. Nuno, Alabama minus 13 and a half. Mm. Uh, give me Bama in the points. Uh, Bubba? Uh, say it again. Bama. What are the chances that Bubba wasn't listening? Like, what are the chances that I, I could ask him an entirely different question right now and he'd have no idea what I was asking him the first time? No, Bama like, minus like 13 that. and a half. Bubba says. I'm going to go with Alabama. Okay. Yeah. Look, I mean. I, I think this game is – I'm surprised. If these two teams were playing each other during the regular season, what would the line be? Alabama would be favored by more than 14 I, points, I wouldn't agree, they? and with a month to prepare, I can't believe Saban's only – 13 and a half seems really low. To I me. agree, and the loss of Man. John Mechie is a bad loss sure. for them, but it's not enough. Look, I hope I'm wrong. Look, Alabama kills everybody in this thing. Yeah. What I don't want to hear when Cincinnati gets rolled in this game is, oh, see, that's why you don't let the power five, you know, only, you don't let the group of five or whatever they call them in here. Because they had annihilated uh, Ohio State last year. They mm-hmm. annihilated Notre Dame last year. They win these games by 30 points. If, uh, among the 44 starters in this game, they're going to have the edge and uh, at at least 40 of the position. Yeah, it just, I, and it, that's true no matter, practically no matter yeah, who they too. play. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, the number is 888-SAY-ESPN. The phone lines are open for your hot takes, and Bubba has been busy. Bubs, who's first up? Yeah, let's start with Jeff. All right, Jeff, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Jeff, give me a hot take. Hey, Greedy, I'm not going to talk about my team because I already told you that we're going to win nine straight games and run the table, but I do want to give some love. I Better hope that Jalen Waddle is up there for rookie of the year and Jalen Phillips is up there for defensive rookie of the year because they're, they're, they're both beasts. And uh, I just want to say, can I give a little uh, shout-out to my boys at Slattery's Midtown Pub? I want to give you guys a Jet little rhyme. Can I give you a little jingle for the Jets? Go ahead. You might not like it, but I'm going to give you a little jingle. Okay? There's nothing about the Jets I do like, so go ahead. <laughs> All right, here we, here we go. Thanks a lot, Green. All right, here we go. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way from your first contract signed till they trade you away. When you're a Jet, you're led by a fan. His name is Ed, and he's an ex-fire man. <laughs> they come the Jets, they're coming to town. No need to worry, they're coached by a clown. J-E-T-S. Suck, 
suck, suck. Have a great week, Greedy. Uh, you know, I mean, with the death of Stephen Sondheim of, of late, to do it directly out of West Side Story is an appropriate to it, new, an appropriate into us. By the way, Jalen Waddle, we all knew was going to be a great pro. Jalen Phillips was the biggest risk of the first round of the draft this past year as a defensive end pass rusher extraordinaire who had massive injury question marks coming out of college. The, we all knew if he was healthy, he was going to be great, and he has been healthy, and he has been great. Jeff, that's a good call. Thank you. Bubba, who's next? Yeah, next up we have Cully. Cully, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Give me a hot take. Uh, so I just have to say that uh, I've called before. Big Ben is back. Uh, Steelers are going to go 5-1, and one, or, yeah, 4-1 and one in their last five. They're going to lose to Baltimore in Baltimore, and they're going to sneak into the playoffs, and then let's see what happens. Let me look at the rest of the schedule here, Colley, because the Ravens have a brutal schedule the rest of the way. The Ravens, we talked about it on TV this morning. Their, their schedule, the Ravens, if, if they lose every one of the rest of their games, it wouldn't be stunning. I'm not predicting that's what's going to happen. Here's what the Steelers have. They've got at Minnesota Thursday night. Do they win that game? They should. They should. And the Vikings just, they find the most ridiculous, the Vikings are better than that. Like, the Vikings find ways to lose games that are so ridiculous. I don't even know what to say. They just lost to the Lions, obviously, on the last play of the game by not covering a receiver on fourth down. They, they lost that. You know, they've, they've lost some terrible games this year. Sure. If the Steelers win that game, which I'm not convinced they will, they get Tennessee, who's banged up. They get at Kansas City. They finish with the Browns and Ravens. No. Pittsburgh's not going to win that division. Not seeing it. Cully, I love you, but they're not going to win that division. I don't know who is. I don't think it's going to be that. Who's going to win that division? I still think it's going to be Baltimore. I still do. Boy, they have a brutal schedule the rest of the way. They'll find a way to. They always find a way to win those kind of ugly games. Like they've they've played the game they played yesterday five times this year, and they usually win it. All right, you get your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr Pepper call in line. ESPN Nation, presented by Dr Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr Pepper, the one fans deserve. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Ryan. Ryan, give me a hot take. Hey, Granny, my hot take is this. The reason we see teams not very good is there's just not enough good head coaches. Every year it's the same guys. Well, maybe Urban will take that job, or back a few years ago, maybe Bill Cowher will come out of the booth. The reason is there's great coordinators, and they go back and be coordinators and do well like Quinn is, but there's just not enough good head coaches to take on these jobs and to turn these franchises or college programs around. It's a really good point. So let's just stick with the NFL for a second here. Are there 32 people currently walking the face of planet Earth who we think would be excellent NFL head coaches? I'd say yes. There are 32, but most, many well, of them... Why, 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 do so many of them not, why are so many of them not NFL head coaches? Because most of them probably never get the opportunity. Why, where are they right now? Who knows? But, I mean, th- think about the... the the rigorous nature of, of the rocket surgeons. Yeah, most of them are rocket surgeons. <laughs> like, but think like all these different stops people have to take in order to get to these places. It's so much about like who you know and when you're there. Like it's it's a tough. It's a tough many life. people may not know this, but you know Bubba at one time was a very highly touted defensive coach. He coached defensive backs, special teams, linebackers, and all that kind of stuff. And, and Bubba, you moved away from that just because you 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 felt like I don't want to put words in your mouth, but. <laughs> The opportunity to become a head coach just takes so long. There's so much politics in it and everything that you you gave up on that dream, and maybe you would be one of these head coaches right. now. 
Yeah, I mean, it just takes forever. You see these guys are assistants for 15, 20 years, and they finally get their shot. I mean, with, the Texans hired this David Culley guy. What is he, 87? I mean, the <laughs> no, guy, he's not 87. The guy, the guy, I mean, that guy, I don't know. He's been coaching and has been an assistant forever. But, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, is he, a, is he a qualified great coach? I, I mean. Let me say this. That team knows how to tank. You want to tank. Look, at the Texans are drawing up a blueprint. They got blown out by the Jets last week. They play the Colts yesterday. They don't try no, that anything. Was, that was embarrassing. They don't. They are not trying at all. They're paying thirty something million dollars to a player not to play on their team. Their best player. They're, they're, they're by far their best player. They are. They, they, you can't tank any better than the Houston Texans are tanking. They get. They're going to play at Jacksonville on the nineteenth, and what might be the worst game you could ever. I watch. think they beat Jacksonville Week One, didn't they? They might they be did. going back to Davis Mills <laughs> too. The first game of the season they won. They, they looked a little bit promising. They might they be benching alive. Tyrod Taylor. How, how, how does that work? They turned the ball over twice in the first six minutes of that game yesterday. They did. God. They turned it over twice. Houston, Jacksonville, when you consider the draft picks, is that the last week of the season? No, no, no. They, they, they play if so, Jacksonville and then the, the Chargers, Niners, and then the Titans. So that's, week, that's two weeks from now, the 19th. Boy, imagine how incentivized both of those teams are to lose that game. <laughs> oh, my God. How much are you dying to lose that game if oh. you're those teams? Right, let's do another one. Bubba, yeah. who's next? Yeah, let's go to Ron. All right, Ron, you're on ESPN Radio. Ron, give me a hot take. Oh, long-time high school football coach in South Florida. And to be a good head coach, you got to have fine, good assistants. But uh, really talk about the uh, expanding the playoff system. I don't see eight worthy teams to get into the playoff system. What do you think? To be clear, are you talking about the college system? College system, yeah. The college yeah, well, if they were, we actually did this in the office this morning. Hembo, give me the matchups. If they were, if there were eight teams this year, <clears throat> and we were playing one versus eight, the first game would be Alabama Ole Miss, right? That's right. So that's a rematch. <laughs> Those two teams played each other. Alabama killed them. Yes, that was the Lane Kiffin get your popcorn ready game. That and what did Alabama win that game by? Like a hundred points? Yeah, like three touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they won that game huge. The next game, who would Michigan be playing? Michigan would be playing Baylor in the two seven matchup. A reasonably interesting game. Yeah, game. I, I would watch that. Baylor looked great over the weekend. Yeah, Baylor looked really good. I'm into that game. What would be the 3-6 game? That would be Georgia and Ohio State. It's a pretty good game. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Ohio State. They, they could be among the... They, they, Ohio State's good enough to win the national championship, don't you think? Sure. I mean, on, on any given Saturday... Well, that's the inflection point, right? If there's, if there's... I think what the caller is saying is, are there eight teams that are capable of winning it? And to me, Ohio State would qualify. And then what would be 4-5? Cincinnati... And Notre Dame. I want Notre Dame. And we've, we've seen that game already, too. Yeah. So you'd get two rematches in the first round right mm-hmm. away. And I don't know. Like, I just beware. Because all these games. So the team that would have gotten left out is Oklahoma State. Yeah, they were nine. Right? They, they were a half a yard away from, in that case, being in the playoff. Maybe in this case, being in the playoff. If Oklahoma State wins that game, Nuno. If Oklahoma State gets that touchdown at the very end, do they put them in there ahead of Cincinnati, yes or no? I want to say yes, because I just feel like they would fall back to we're putting in the best four teams uh, in, these, in the playoffs. We will never know, right? We will never know, but it, it will be – I would have been fascinated to know. They me, couldn't jump Baylor up there. They too. couldn't do it. I texted Heather Dinich this morning and asked her this question. Okay. If Oklahoma State had won, did you ask Gary Barta what they would have done? And she said – I did not ask him, but I can answer. She, I, she says she could answer. She says probably Cincy because Oklahoma State 
didn't look top four for long enough. So that was her opinion. Uh, obviously, it's a very informed opinion, but she says it would have been Cincinnati still. Okay, I like that. Uh, let's do another one here. Bubba, who we got? Uh, for, before we get to that, we have some news from Adam Schefter who mm. said okay. one day after their kicker missed two extra points, oh, the, Jets the Jets now are signing veteran kicker Eddie Pinheiro to their active <laughs> roster per Drew Rosenhaus. So we got a new kicker in town. So we got Drew Rosenhaus telling us that Eddie Pinheiro will be the new kicker that of could the Jets. Change fortunes. Yes, you got Eddie in there. I mean, only the Jets could change. All right. But we got Sammy now. All right, Sammy, you're on ESPN Radio. Sammy, give me a hot take. All right, I need your honest opinion. I mean 100% honest. Go. Do you think Sean Payton has Taysom Hill as a quarterback on his fantasy team? And, you know, like he picked him up as a sleeper pick, like, you know, in like the 10th or 12th round. And he's like, you never know when this guy gets in the game. I'm with you. I don't know. Look, Sean, every single day forgets more about football than I'll ever know. So for me to question Sean Payton when it comes to understanding what makes a great offensive football player is obviously ludicrous. That said, I can see Taysom Hill is not an NFL quarterback. And Sean just continued. They've paid. How much money is he going to wind up making in his career well, he's made to be 40, a gadget player, he's, he's, to essentially yeah. be Tim Tebow? He's made $40 million and he's, he's made $40 million. Unbelievable. unbelievable. Tim Tebow was a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. Not even close. Oh, by a long shot. It's not even close. Yeah. Forget about, I'm not, not even talking about college. Tebow's one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. Tim Tebow couldn't get a sniff in the NFL. <laughs> he was a much better quarterback than Taysom Hill. Have you ever seen the movie Shallow Hal by chance? Yes. That's the situation here. So, like, he, Everyone else sees one thing. <laughs> and and Sean, Payton, Sean Payton sees Gwyneth Paltrow in, in Taysom Hill when everyone else sees something very different. That, that movie is so stunningly inappropriate, by the way, for the day and age in which we live oh, now. Uh, yes, yes, when yes. you think about that, the oh, fact yeah. that that movie got made, show <laughs> that movie to a young person right now and just watch. If you showed that movie to my kids right now, they, they would never believe that that was made as recently no, as it that's was. that's what Disney should use in their HR videos. Right. Sure. That, that movie <laughs> should be 90 years old yeah. for what it is. Uh, you know, if you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire top talent. But when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, you get qualified candidates sent to you. Then you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y now to try ZipRecruiter for free. Hashtag K-O-D. The Kiss of Death. All right. Some people are saying it's the biggest game of the year. It certainly is an interesting game. By virtue of Baltimore losing yesterday, my, I mean, New England is right now the number one seed in the AFC, right? That's right. And if Buffalo beats them, do they become the number one seed? Yes, they do, don't they? I think they yes, do. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be... Yeah, I mean, they would have the head-to-head, of course. Um, they'd be eight. They're improved, they've improved to eight and four. Actually, I'd have to run. I have to run that. Okay. Well, one way or another, there's a bunch of teams that are eight and four. There's now. a That's lot the at stake mm-hmm. going on tonight when the Patriots travel to Buffalo. Now, the Patriots are unbeaten on the road this year. I'm trying to think of, have they played a team on the road as good as Buffalo? No, they haven't played in a stadium like this. What's that? They've- Who'd you say? They beat the Chargers on the road. They beat the Chargers. That, that's not a road game. See, the thing about going to play at the Chargers <laughs> is just not. I mean, I don't even mean that jokingly. Like, th- that game unquestionably had more Patriot fans in the stands than it did Charger fans. No that's doubt. the truth of almost every home game that the Chargers played. The Patriots, th- their road wins, I know they beat the Jets on the road. Um, they beat the, the, the Texans on the road. They were terrible. They won at Carolina. Yeah, they're terrible. And they won at Atlanta. By the way, how about Carolina firing the their offensive coordinator who was like the toast of the town 
Like Joe Brady was like the hottest guy in the world. And yesterday, uh, uh, Matt Rule just woke up and fired him. I thought he was someone like, that was on the like Sunday of their bye week. Was very bizarre. Like that's someone who was like essentially a celebrity after they won the national championship right. at LSU. An interesting um, side, sort of like side note here with Mac Jones and the Patriots. Yeah. He, Mike Reese did this on Get Up last week. Mac Jones has never played in a game like this because last year, uh, the, the, the environments, of course, uh, in the COVID year in the SEC for Mac Jones, not nearly what they would be otherwise. And, and he's played no game like, he, like, like this so far. We just ran through all their away games. This will be the first game of its kind that Let Mac Jones has ever played. Let me ask you a question. Two years ago, was he or was he not Alabama's quarterback in the Iron Bowl at Auburn? I'm almost positive he was. It was after Tua got hurt. Yeah, you're this right. This would be the 19 season. I'm That's remembering right. that game. Mm-hmm. And they lost. And he did not play well. Uh, I'm remembering that. And it was, I remember watching that game and thinking if Tua's playing in this game, Alabama wins and they lose at Auburn in the Iron Bowl. And that's, there is no more insane environment than that. You're right. Am I getting that that right? You are. I'm remembering the game. What was the final score of that game? That was, that was was the end of the 2019 season. Yeah. It was the last, it was, it was, it was last week of two years ago. It was um, Alabama won. Uh, excuse me, Auburn won 48-45. to 45. 48-45, and if I remember correctly, did he throw a couple interceptions? No. What did he do no, in that game? You're right, he, he threw four touchdowns, and he did throw two interceptions. Yeah. 335, he played pretty well. Yeah, I, I'm remembering the game, but, but so he's played yeah, big call. games. It's a good pull. He's played big games. You're right, the environment is what it is. Mm-hmm. What is the number tonight? The, the number is Buffalo minus three at home. Vegas says effectively this is a coin flip. This is a coin flip and, game. And is all the money going one way or the other? It is an exact 50-50 split. 50, really? 50 on the nose. All right. So my KOD pick is presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. What's the number again? Buffalo minus three. What do you think? I, I am so torn on this game. I, I think I'm going to go with my gut, which says I'm not betting against Belichick. I'm not doing it. I will take the Patriots plus the three and a half. I think they're going to win the game tonight. One way or another, you'll see it on ESPN, and we'll see you tomorrow back here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.